Thank you so much for visiting us online today. We believe God wants to speak to you through the following message. If you would like to connect with us or send us your prayer request, visit us at kingsgatehobs.com. Let's get into the Word tonight. We begin Galatians chapter 1, verse 1, a new book. Those of you not familiar with how we do it on Wednesday nights, we go book by book, chapter by chapter, verse by verse. It's a full-blown service, but it is a Bible study, a verse by verse Bible study. So let's get into it. We don't have a lot of time tonight, but we're going to start into it. And however brief this is, I know God's word always falls on good ground because it's his word. This scripture says this letter is from Paul, an apostle. Apostle means messenger. Somebody say messenger. Messenger. Apostles, the anointing and office that God has placed apostles in, usually they, they, they can operate in all five offices. Can anyone name the five offices, the five-fold ministry? Anybody? Apostle? Evangelist? Pastor? Prophet? And teacher. And a missionary might be an apostle. Might be an apostle, might be a teacher, might be a prophet. So, um, he's an apostle. Apostles found churches. Pastor Fabian has an apostle's anointing on his life. He's started churches before. He's also a pastor of pastors. So, this letter is from Paul, an apostle, a messenger. A guy who founds churches and teaches the word and does all these things. I was not appointed by any group of people or any human authority, but by Jesus Christ himself and by God the Father who raised Jesus from the dead. How many of you know Jesus lives? That's right. That's what scripture teaches. We believe it. Jesus lives. Let me say this before I go on tonight. Let me lay a foundation with this. This always holds true, but I really feel led by the Spirit of God to share this with you tonight. And remember, you've always got to have a baseline to go back to, and that's God's Word. A lot of stuff out there sounds good. Many voices in the wind, and they sound significant. Much of man and women's wisdom sounds good, right? But in the end, it falls apart. You've got to always go back to God's Word, especially in these times, but it's always been that way. Scripture says that God's Word is a rock, so Jesus is the rock of our salvation. Whoever builds His or her life on the teaching of Jesus is like the ones who build their house on a rock. The storms come, and the house withstands all the storms. So you've always got to go back to the Word. Remember, Jesus is the Word made flesh. So you've always got to go back to the Word. Back to the Word. What does the Word say? What does the Word say? What does the Word say? Because there's a lot of stuff out there that confuses people. We'll get into that here in a minute. Tell you why it's so important. I I will repeat this. Why it's so important to be in God's Word, the Holy Bible. All right? Let's keep going. All the brothers and sisters here join me in sending this letter to the churches of Galatia. May God the Father and our Lord Jesus Christ give you grace. Grace is God's empowerment to do right. It's also His undeserved favor. May our Lord Jesus Christ give you grace and peace. Man, we want peace. The whole world wants peace. Let's live in peace by being in God's will and staying in His Word. You want peace? Stay in God's Word. Jesus gave His life for our sins just as God our Father planned in order to rescue us from this evil world in which we live. Is this world evil? Do you know that there are millions of children sex trafficked all over the planet? Some of the biggest customers come from the United States of America. There's sex trafficking of adult women as well. They're male and female, but mostly women. There's things going on on the planet that that are, this is a strong word, abhorrent, terrible, hideous, nefarious. 
morbid and dark, terrible things. He, but he gave his life for our sins. Jesus did just as God our Father planned in order to rescue us from this evil world in which we live. How many of you know we, we're in this world, but we're not of it? You don't have to live like everybody else. People go, I didn't have a choice. Oh, no, no, you always have a choice. It may not be fun. It may not be what you would think is the best choice, but you always have a choice. It may not be a comfortable choice, but you always have a choice. You are not called, dear brothers and sisters, to participate in the wickedness and evil sin of this world. You're not. He came to deliver us from this world. Let's keep going. All glory to God forever and ever. Amen. I mean, so be it. Now look at what Paul goes into here. I want to hit this hard. He says, I am shocked that you are turning away so soon from God who called you to himself through the loving mercy of Christ. You are following a what? Different way that pretends to be the good news, mm, but is not the good news at all. Did you know there's a lot of religions out there that call themselves Christians and they're not? They're not because what they teach is not gospel. You don't have to call yourself a Christian if you don't want to say, oh, man, a lot of crimes have been done in the name of Christ, in the name of Christianity. Well, you're a believer in Jesus then. You're a believer. You're a follower of Jesus. But there's, there's things going on out there. There's false doctrines that's not good news at all because it doesn't come from the Word. And he's speaking to the Galatians. He says, you are being fooled by those who deliberately twist the truth concerning Christ. Hmm. Look at this. People, they'll, they'll try to get around that and they'll fool people. They'll even fool good people. They'll say, look, no, I know what God's word says, but God spoke, gave me a vision that's different. If it contradicts God's word, it's not the spirit of God. That is from a spirit of antichrist. That's from demons. You say, or I've heard people say this. I remember years ago before me and my wife got married, they were on a mission trip, and a guy told her, he was supposed to be a solid guy in the word, but he told my wife, he said, don't you just think that, and look how, look how fancy this sounds. He told my wife, don't you just think that there's so much more than the Bible? Isn't God so much more than the Bible? Now, see, at first that sounds like, whoa, that's mystical. But God has limited himself to his word. God's not confusing. Because if there's so much more than the Bible that God wants to share with us that's not <laughs> bounded, given boundaries and founded on Scripture, then that would bring confusion, wouldn't it? Like, and that sounded so good. So, isn't there so much more in the Bible? And she's like, yeah, but there's God's word. God has limited. She had a good answer for it. It's been probably close to 20 years ago, but I remember her talking to me about that. And people will tell you, I got a revelation. I got a dream. Uh, if it doesn't line up with God's word, it's not from God. It's real simple tonight. Men and women of God in here, listen to me. Brothers and sisters, look at what the Apostle Paul said. He said, let God's curse fall on anyone including us. He's saying, if I contradict the, God's word at this point, let God's curse fall on me, he said, including us or even an angel from heaven who preaches a different kind of good news than the one we preach to you. What? Mm. Let's go back. Let me read that again. And we'll just stay on this screen. We know that the last word is you of the verse. Let God's curse fall on anyone, including us. Or even an angel from heaven who preaches a different kind of good news than the one we preach to you. There's a religion out there right now. It's very popular. And they call themselves Christians, but they're not because they preach a different gospel. I can prove it to you with their book. They've added another book to the Bible. It's a whole other book. And remember, Scripture says you don't add or take away from this, right? So Scripture actually blows their book out of the water, but people get deceived. Their way of thinking is, no, read the book. 
that our founder wrote and just, how, do you, how does it make you feel? Well, that's not scriptural either, huh? Can you imagine? They say, well, sex outside of marriage may feel good to someone. Drugs may feel good to someone. Does that make it right? Read the book and, oh, how does it make you feel? Well, the problem with that book is, look at this. You can blow the whole book away just with this. The book says, I read it today just to make sure I had my facts straight. The book says that Jesus was born in Jerusalem. No. Even kids in children's church know that Jesus was born in Bethlehem. So no, the book's wrong. Throw it away. That's demonic. Okay? And guess what? An angel came to their founder and gave him gold tablets. Look, this was prophesied over 2,000 years ago. God speaking by the Spirit of God through Paul says, Let God's curse fall on anyone, including us, or even an angel from heaven, who preaches a different kind of good news than the one we preach to you. Because that's going to happen in the end times. You realize angels and aliens, you know, aliens are getting more popular again. Have y'all noticed? People are seeing aliens again. That's demonic. Let me tell you right now, there's not other beings living on other planets in the solar system. And it's really weird. Let me just say this. I've researched some of this years ago. And when people claim to have had conversations with aliens, it's funny to me that aliens deny the deity of Jesus Christ. Aliens, whatever they were, demons, right, told people, Jesus was one of us. He was an alien, but he went rogue. He wanted people to worship him. He wasn't God. Mm, That sounds suspect, doesn't it? You watch. That's going to get, you watch. You don't ever want to fall prey to a seducing spirit, man. They're preaching a different gospel. It said an alien came or an angel. I don't care if it's a purple elephant, man, with a, with a pink umbrella preaching something else. Uh-uh. We go with God's word. And remember, here's the thing about the enemy. Here's the thing about Satan. He doesn't show up. My dad said it so well. I'm sure he got it from someone else years ago. He doesn't show up with big red horns and a perfect long pointy goatee and red skin and a long pointy tail and a pitchfork and say, I'm the devil, I'm here to trick you. No, he shows up, scripture says, he presents himself as an angel of light. And yeah, let me go ahead and let the cat out of the bag. The religion I was talking about, that they had an angel come preach a gospel to them, that's Mormonism. That is not Christianity. And if that offends someone, you repent because they're speaking against God's word. You know what they believe? They believe Elohim, the God we worship, but it's really not the God we worship because this is not something he'd do. They believe that he actually knocked on Mary's door and slept with her, and that's how, that's how Jesus was conceived. Can you imagine the blasphemy, the sacrilege to say that? That is heretical. You like those words? That is against Scripture. That is heresy. That is, scripture says the Holy Spirit came upon her, and she conceived Jesus in her womb. So see, there's all kinds of this crazy stuff. And yes, once and for all, Jesus was born in Bethlehem. Even Jews who are absolutely against Jesus, Orthodox Jews, man, they will kick you out and be mad at you. Jews who know Jesus lived, don't believe he's the son of God, they will tell you Jesus was born in Bethlehem. I've seen the interviews. Jews going, everybody knows Jesus was born in Bethlehem, not in Jerusalem. So let me say it again. Are you just picking on the Mormons? No, no, no. I am picking on religions, not people. I'm picking on the lies of the devil because it says, let God's curse fall on anyone, including us or even an angel from heaven, who preaches a different kind of good news or gospel than the one we preach to you. So be careful what you listen to, even on Facebook. you got to know who's feeding you. Remember, you'll know a tree by its fruit. Even if someone talks nice and say, man, well, they don't use bad language, man. They don't even, 
God, they're clean eaters. They're nice looking. Yeah, but is what they're saying in line with God's word? Don't ever forget that. Let's move on to verse 9. I say again, wow, why would Paul say it again? It must be important. You don't see that in scripture a lot. He says, I say again what we have said before. Previous verse, he just said it. If anyone preaches any other good news than the one you welcomed, let that person be cursed. That's serious. He says, obviously, I'm not trying to win the approval of people, but of God. I am not Paul, but this verse hit me heavy because I said, man, am I going to mention that tonight? And I said, yes, I will. I feel led to. I'm not trying to win people's approval, obviously. Neither was Paul. He says he wants God's approval. If pleasing people were my goal, I would not be Christ's servant. I'm going to tell you that right now. If pleasing people was my goal, I would not be pastor. I love people. I'm available. I pray for people. I forgive. Man, I speak a blessing. I want people to be accepted in the beloved like we are and come to Jesus. But man, my goal cannot be to please people, can it? I got to please God because I can't please everyone. My mom used to say that. She said, we can't make everybody happy, can we? No, how? Some are going to go. Do you remember COVID? I like bringing up COVID. Remember COVID? People were offended because you wore a mask. People were offended because you didn't wear a mask. People were offended because you went to church. People were mad because you didn't go to church. Really? Nobody, nobody could all get on the same page about it. See, man, They were mad because you were buying all the toilet paper up. They were mad because you ran out of toilet paper and flushed you know, paper towels down the toilet. Don't ever do that, by the way. You can't make everyone happy. I love this. He says, obviously, I'm not trying to win the approval of people, but of God. If pleasing people were my goal, I would not be Christ's servant. Amen. Let's keep going. Dear brothers and sisters, I want you to understand that the gospel message I preach is not based on mere human reasoning. Human logic, human wisdom. Uh -uh. He says, I received my message from no human source, and no one taught me. Instead, I received it by direct revelation from Jesus Christ. And he sure did. He sure did. You know what I was like when I followed the Jewish religion? How I violently persecuted God's church. I, this is Paul speaking. He says, man, I did my best to destroy it. I was far ahead of my fellow Jews in my zeal, his passion, his unbridled passion for the traditions of my ancestors, he says. He hated the church of Jesus. He attacked people who believed in Jesus. But look at this. But even before I was born... God chose me and called me by his marvelous grace. Did you know that's you as well? You're not here by accident tonight. Before you were born, God chose you. So those of you listening on the live stream tonight, before you were born, I don't know who this is for, but you need to hear this. Hear the word of the Lord. You can be secure in who God created you to be as a man or woman of God because he chose you before you were born. He loves you. He has a plan for you. He's always had a plan for you. But you have a choice. Does everyone hear me tonight? You have a choice. Say, I want to be part of the plan. I don't. God did not create robots. He's not going to force you. Let me say this again, though. But even before I was born, Paul, this is true for you, too. God chose me and called me by his marvelous grace. Then it pleased him to reveal his son to me so that I would proclaim the good news about Jesus to the Gentiles. Gentiles are what? Non-Jews. That's all. People who are not Jews, those are Gentiles. When this happened, I did not what? rush out to consult with any human being. Mm -mm. Nor did I go up to Jerusalem to consult with those who were apostles before I was. Instead, this is Paul's story, this is his testimony, I went away into Arabia and later I returned to the city of what? Damascus. Who, we don't know much about his time in Arabia. 
Then he said, then three years later, I went to Jerusalem to get to know Peter. as one of the apostles, right? One of the disciples of Jesus. And I stayed with him for 15 days. And he's just, he's just testifying here. He's telling his story. The only other apostle I met at that time was James, the Lord's brother. James wrote the book of James in the New Testament. He was the original pastor in Jerusalem. So he met James, the Lord's brother. He says, I declare before God that what I am writing to you is not a lie. Well, of course not. After that visit, I went north into the provinces of Syria and Cilicia. And still the churches in Christ that are in Judea don't, didn't know me personally. All they knew was that people were saying, and I'm going I'm to end my scripture reading tonight with this one. The one who used to persecute us is now preaching the very faith he tried to destroy. Isn't that powerful for all time? Man, he hated people who followed Jesus. He was dragging them off. He was, he was consenting to their deaths. He was, man, he was out to get them and persecute them and destroy them. And they, this became his testimony. The one who used to persecute us and come against us and try to destroy us is now preaching the very faith he tried to destroy. That's always amazing. Man, I've seen people get saved. and You see them and say, man, you used to act like you hated God. I've seen people like that. Totally saved and totally different, totally changed because God changed them and they gave in to him. Remember, you always have a choice. But I close with this tonight before we pray. Always go back to God's word. Always. Go back to God's word. Don't go with just what you think. or What you think is lining up with God's word, great. That is God's wisdom. We've been talking about that for a few weeks on Sundays. And we'll continue with that this Sunday as well. Go ahead and bow your heads and close your eyes if you would, please. Just to make sure, but is there anyone in this house who has never accepted Jesus or made him the Lord of their lives? You say, man, I, if I died, I don't know where I would go. If that's you tonight, raise your hand. I'm going to pray with you. you. need to make sure that your heart is right with God, that you've made peace with the Lord. And if you've all accepted Jesus, would you pray this prayer with me for those watching on the live stream tonight? And who will watch this hereafter. There will be other people who come on Facebook and YouTube who will watch this in the future. And let's have this prayer on there for them. Would you please repeat this prayer after me for those who need to accept Jesus. Say, Heavenly Father, I believe that Jesus is Lord. Please forgive me of my sin as I confess that He is my Lord and Savior. Say, I believe that Jesus died and rose again for my sin and to bring me close to God. Say, Lord, thank you for saving me from hell. Thank you for forgiving me. Say once again, say, I believe in Jesus' name. Now let me pray a prayer of blessing over you and everyone listening tonight in different places on the live stream. Father, we thank you. We give you glory for your word. Thank you for Jesus. Thank you for the cross. Thank you for your promises, your protection, your provision, your peace. Thank you because you're with us no matter what. Whether we feel it or, or not, we know that you are with us. And through the toughest times of my life, Lord, that has ministered to me so deeply, knowing that you promised, you said it, so I believe. And that's a right now word, Lord. Not for the future, right now when I need it the most, when we need it the most. Jesus said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. He said, heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will never pass away. And we thank you for that, Lord, because you're God and you're with us and you chose to take up residence and live within us by your spirit. 
I speak a special blessing over everyone in this house and those listening tonight. Lord, be with them. Give them wisdom. Speak to them. Speak through them and speak for them. And I thank you that your word is always true. We give you the praise and the glory tonight. We thank you for your faithfulness. In Jesus' name.